broadcasting from down on the bayou. It's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by the GorillaPosition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 83 of the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are broadcasting live from the CBD for you dot net studios great thing about cbd for you.net they're having an 80 percent off blowout sale if you don't find anything in their blowout sale don't worry about it if you're looking for cake pops if you're looking for premium cbd oil if you're looking for i don't know the um tommy chong as you can see on our live stream right here the tommy chong gummy bears they got them if they're not in the blowout cell, you can always use the code WELCOME35 and get 35% off your order. Anxiety, pain, um, nausea. CBD works for tons of stuff. you got to give it a try if you're having trouble sleeping or if you had any of the uh, symptoms that I just said a second ago. CBDFORYOU.net. Boy, Mikey O, I am uh, I'm excited about today's episode. There's a lot yes. lot to dabble in on. Got some breaking news earlier today. Um, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But uh, obviously, the Average Marks episode number 93, we're going to talk about a, a new big signing by WWE today. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to talk about NXT USA. Had their second episode last night. Next week, they go to the full two hours. Next week, they go up against AEW Dynamite. It's a WWE premiere week next week. And next week, just a huge week in wrestling coming up. Not to mention also the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view a week from Sunday as well. Next week, we're going to have our Hell in a Cell prediction show as well. Uh, a lot of just a lot of new things coming next week. Also, uh, some new WWE commentary teams announced earlier today as well. We're gonna talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, some of the AMP crew we bought some tickets to the Royal Rumble. Oh, oh, all right. So we're gonna talk about that as well. And then uh, also, I wanted to talk about uh, what Rob Van Dam's <laughs> been up to. Rob Van Dam's been posting some interesting things on his social media, and I think that's gonna be a fun little conversation we can have towards the yes. end of the show. So that I thought oh, you that. Bet. I thought that was going to be fun to talk about. So we're going to talk about all that stuff, all the the news and everything that's happening in the world of pro wrestling over the next week or so. It's all coming up here on The Average Marks, episode number uh, 93. Yeah, I want to say what's up to everybody listening to us on the live stream. Also on radio, 1310 KEZM here in southwest Louisiana. What's up, guys? You can follow us on social media. We are where you are. Just search at The Average Marks, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, Periscope. Uh, YouTube, and if you would like to help support our content, keep us going for years to come, please consider donating a dollar a month. That's it, a dollar a month. There's other perks on there, too. You can go all the way up to $50, but if you like our content, please consider donating a dollar at patreon.com backslash the average marks. And we're back now on this uh, Thursday schedule now. Yes. You know, we've had pretty, some... Some stuff, you know, that keeping we us from there. doing it on Thursdays. But now we're going to con- try at least try to consistently do this thing on, on Thursdays, 530. I know it's a little after 530, but, it, you know, 30 minutes late. But we're still here on Thursday, and we expect to be here uh, every Thursday for as long as uh, we can see. So, But uh, let's dive into the first uh, topic. You know, breaking news earlier today, courtesy, I think, initially, PW Insider Mike Johnson 
Uh, oh, you mean Unc Dave didn't break this? No, Unc Dave. Because he's not an insider. Well, I don't, I mean, he he may, I don't know if he did, but. No, I didn't. The Mike first, Johnson did. Oh, uh, so Mike Johnson, former Impact Wrestling <laughs> Champion John Hennigan, also known as John Morrison, mm-hmm. has signed a deal to return to World Wrestling Entertainment. PWInsider.com has confirmed. Uh, 39 years old, John Morrison, he had a long run with WWE after winning the third season of their Tough Enough reality series. Also uh, performing for WWE through 2011 as John Morrison. During his first run with the company, he held the WWE Intercontinental Championship, the WWE's version of the ECW, the WWE version of the ECW title, and he has held several tag team title. uh, And he's had several tag team title reigns with Joey Mercury. They were Mm -hmm. uh, what Eminem or M and M, yeah M. What were they? Because it was him, Joey Mercury, and Melina. They were like a. Yeah, I don't remember there. the name of it, though. It was like Eminem or some, something like that. But uh, he was also one of the top stars uh, in the El Rey Network's Lucha Underground promotion, performing as Johnny Mundo and holding the Lucha Underground Championship. In Mexico, he held the AAA Mega Championship as well as their Cruiserweight title. His most recent national run had been with Impact Wrestling, where he debuted in 2017. I know you followed Impact Wrestling the last couple of years. Yeah, where little- Austin Aries no-sold him like a little punk. Yeah. Uh, so you know a little bit more about his uh, impact days, but mm-hmm. uh, but over the course of his impact run, he uh, held the promotion's top title, and he had been one of the cornerstones of the company. He departed this past July after the Slammiversary pay per view. He had really found himself there uh, with his Mayor of Slamtown persona. Yes. Uh, outside of professional wrestling in recent years, he has also cultivated quite an acting resume in both independent films and TV series. He was on Survivor. Did you see Boone the Bounty Hunter? No, I did not. Dude, that was such a good movie. I did not. Like see it, it seems corny as hell, but it was such a great movie. Yeah, he, he uh, his uh, new short horror film, The Iron Sheik Massacre, set for release this fall. He also co-wrote the executive produced uh, and starred in the independent film Boone and the Bounty Hunter, which was released in 2017. Hennigan also uh, appeared in the first season of Netflix's Glow and appeared. I don't even remember that because I watched the first season of Glow. Mm, yeah, I don't remember him in Glow either. But apparently, yeah, I remember Brodus Clay was yep, in. Uh, of course, right. I call yeah, him Brodus Clay. I don't remember his Chase real name. Brother, yeah. uh, he appeared in Russell Madness, Sharknado Five, and Hercules Reborn, among other films. One would assume that Hennigan, who has slipped in and out of number of in-ring names over the years, will revert back to his old John Morrison WWE ring name upon his return. And that's all. But they put him on Raw. He can be Johnny Raw. <laughs> Well, Johnny SmackDown. Well, people are hoping that maybe he goes to NXT first, which that would be very interesting. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, NXT is the hot brand, and we'll talk a little bit about NXT, but uh, we'll we'll stick with the John Morrison topic for the time being. I tell you what, I'm excited. Uh, I've always been a a fan of John Morrison. Uh, I I was never one of those guys that was crazy about him, but uh, I liked his look. He had tremendous, he has tremendous in ring ability, and I think he can bring a little bit of. You know, a little bit of uh, buzz back to the WWE. Uh, certainly, I don't know if they're going to bring because you know they've brought people back to NXT. I, I guess at times, uh, but I think he's going to go to the main roster. Maybe SmackDown. You know, he'd be a good person to put on SmackDown, but he'd also be a good person to put on Raw because obviously they're going to start putting all their eggs into SmackDown's basket now that SmackDown is officially done on USA, and their next time we see SmackDown on television, they'll be on Fox. So. You know, he's a guy that could certainly carry the Raw brand because I think right now you have established stars that have been around in WWE, uh, you know, like a, like a Brock Lesnar, like a Kofi Kingston, like a Roman Reigns, and people like that, that can, that you're going to put, you know, your stable holds and you talk about the women, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, put those people on a SmackDown. Whereas you got, you know, John Morrison, whereas, you know, last time he was in WWE was eight years ago. And, 
there might not be a lot of people that are still sticking around right now watching WWE religiously that were here in 2011 that remember John Morrison. So maybe put him on a Raw brand, and I don't know. We'll see what they do with him, but... Uh, I, I'm personally excited about John Morrison uh, being back in WWE. What do you think? Yeah, you said generating buzz, and I find that interesting because when he was with WWE, they kind of booked him corny. And like you said, I didn't really get into him either. The, the, he only started getting momentum as a professional wrestler when he got out on his own, when they released him. Yeah. And he started doing his own thing and creating his own characters. Yeah. Are they going to ruin him, or are they going to let him have a little freedom here? Well, they, I mean, you would think they would say, okay, you've made a brand for yourself, dude. Like, keep it going. Yeah, and I mean, like I mentioned a while ago, you know, he was the Intercontinental Champion at one time, multiple-time tag team champion. So he's already, you know, a decorated, and he was an ECW champion as well when they were integrated with WWE. So he is already a decorated star just in wwe Mm -hmm. i mean even you know even more decorated now outside of wwe with lucha underground and impact wrestling so he's you know gone somewhat all over the at least you know uh, north america and wrestled and been successful so now he's back in the the biggest brand in in north america and wwe and maybe this time maybe he's digging you know depending on how they book him let's hope fingers crossed they do it correctly but hey, he could have a world title run in him now, a WWE title run in him now. Who knows? But and maybe he goes to NXT. I don't know. I don't think that will happen. Although I would love to see him, you know, come back. You know, maybe make an appearance in NXT a time or two because obviously NXT started in 2012, right after John Morrison was gone. So he's never been in NXT. That'd be a nice surprise, I think, especially now with NXT going up head to head with AEW on Wednesday nights. Get a little star power in there. Yeah. Put a guy like John Morrison in there and. You know, let him wrestle in there for a little bit. Obviously, he's going to go to the main roster one way or another, whether he starts there or whether he eventually ends up there if he does go to NXT. But I think, personally, he will end up uh, on, the, on the main roster. And, you know, now that apparently he's signed, I mean, when do we see John Morrison? That's what I want to know. Are we going to see him the Raw season premiere? Is he just going to return next week? Season premiere? I think, you know, if he's going to be on Raw or a SmackDown, that would be a good time to bring him back. Your season premiere of Raw or your first episode of SmackDown on Fox or maybe your first episode of NXT if they decide to bring him back. Your first episode is going to be two hours, limited commercial interruption going up against AEW Dynamite next Wednesday. If you're going to bring him back, hey, next week is the week to bring him back. Why wait? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you wait till after both brands had drafted, he comes in as you know a free agent. And he can go between both shows. Maybe so, but certainly, you know, he, he's been out. He hasn't wrestled since July, at least not on, on major, you know, wrestling, not for a major wrestling promotion. I don't know if he's done some independent stuff since then, but ever since Slammiversary, which was, you know, two months ago. So uh, he's had a little two month break to kind of, you know, chill out, relax, maybe get a little vacation in. And now, hey, look, man, you're, you're back in WWE. Let's, let's get this ball rolling. Let's not waste any time. Let's. You know, put them into a storyline and let, let, let's get this thing rolling because now it's 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 on. You know, AEW's yeah. here. The weekly television show is here. They're going to be in, in full force, man. It's time to get it on. You know, they're talking about the war is is starting next week. Um, so, hey, let, let's get them in. Uh, hit the ground running. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if they're going to sign his wife. Who's his wife? Taya Valkyrie. I don't know. Is she still under contract? She's in Impact. She might, yeah, she might still be under contract. Yeah, she might still be under contract, but... Uh, you know, hey, if she becomes a free agent, I could see her going to NXT for oh, sure. Definitely. Yeah, because obviously, you know, NXT, everybody moves on to the main roster, so you got to keep signing people for NXT. So it'd be a you know possible future signing for NXT. I could definitely see that happening. Her to you know come be because WWE these days is about you know 
because there's a lot of you know relationships within WWE, and they're all about you know um, catering to those yep. to those to those relationships. So obviously, uh, Taya Valkyrie, you know, talented wrestler, uh, got a lot of experience under her belt. I don't see why Triple H could take her in. And Triple H, you know, Triple H is making some stars down there in NXT. So yeah. Triple H uh, could definitely do something with Taya Valkyrie. Certainly it wants some of the, you know, because you're going to have your Shayna Baszler's of the world, Mia Yim's, your uh, Dakota Kai's, eventually going to go up to the main roster. And now you got to fill those gaps. So My first go. time to see Mia Yim was on the NXT debut. And mm-hmm. you're right, dude. She's fantastic. Yeah. That that women's Fatal 4-Way match last week, you know, was absolutely, I thought it was phenomenal. You You were... A little down on the on the the, the 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 show as a whole. Yeah, after that match, I was like, "Bruh, okay, okay." Like I wasn't cool with the production, but I was like, "This is fantastic first match." Mm-hmm. And then after that, it just went down. Yeah, well, last night, you know, uh, NXT on a USA certainly, and I forgot to put the the picture of John Morrison up, and I went and you know, so we'll just do that here. Real Abraham quick. Lincoln. Yeah, there's Abraham Lincoln right there on the on the stream. If you're watching live on the stream right now, you so- know, when he was on Survivor. Oh, Jufro Assassins in the uh, nice in the chat. He put a um, he he like drew out some boobs. Oh, in in the chat. So, Maybe it's uh, because we're like uh, oh, St- Cruz, stick around. You're foreshadowing what we're going to talk about later on at the end of the episode. So be sure to stick around for this. Yeah, because I think you're going to like this. But uh, Jufro Assassin, we're also going to talk about. The Royal Rumble coming up in January, which uh, Cruz, of course, is yeah. Jufro Assassin Cruz, part of the, the AMP crew here. Uh, we're going to be at, at Minute Maid Park. We got six tickets. Uh, uh, Brink may or may not be there. That's still up in the air. We're going to talk about that coming up a little bit later mm-hmm. on. But yeah, John Morrison uh, back in WWE. I'm excited to see what he can do. I would love to see him in NXT, absolutely. But my gut tells me he's going to just end up on the main roster because Bobby Lashley came back from Impact, and obviously, you know, he had a he had a former he, he's very similar um road as john morrison you know he was in wwe mm-hmm. went elsewhere had an mma career went to impact and then uh sleeping angels hello sleeping angels in the chat how are you doing sleeping angels thanks for joining us um but john morrison went to impact just like bobby lashley now he's coming back to wwe just like bobby lashley did even though bobby lashley right now uh, he's hurt he won't be back probably for another month or two but uh, like I said, I expect him to show up on Raw or SmackDown at some point, hopefully sooner than later, just to create some buzz, you know. And hopefully they don't, like I said, you know, because th- this is how it is when when guys like this come back. They come back, it's the buzz. Oh, you're new, fresh, cool. He's back. It's awesome. It's new. And then they give him a dumb storyline. Yeah, give him a dumb storyline. Make him look like an idiot. And uh, we'll see. But they were, I think they were pretty high on him the first time around. I think they would be even more high on him this time so. now that he's gone out, made a name for himself in not only Lucha Underground, but also Impact Wrestling. So he's gone and done well in other major wrestling promotions. And he can act in WWE movies now. Absolutely, yes. He's had a little bit of an acting career. He's on Survivor. Dude, dude's, dude did wonders for himself. Actually raised his stock. You know, and a lot of guys do that now. They leave WWE and they raise their stock. John Morrison is uh, one of those guys that certainly did that. So excited to have John Morrison back. Before we move off of John, real quick, on Survivor. If you don't watch Survivor out there, he was on the one with it. It was called David's versus Goliaths. And, of course, the Goliaths were people who were successful and good-looking, and the Davids were like nerds. Yeah. And there was this one guy that was a rocket scientist, and they called him Big Bang Theory. And he was infatuated with John Morrison. And he was like, if I ever get to talk to him, I'm going to ask him how many people reside in uh, Slamtown. 
because he kept telling people he was the mayor of Slamtown on oh, there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not, I would not be surprised. Oh, uh, it was so funny. Guy's, guy's a good looking dude. No homo, but I mean, hey, he's yes, Mr. No Ab- Mr. Abraham Lincoln. So John Morrison signed with WWE. Now we just play the waiting game to see uh, when he shows up and what's he going to do. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're going to move on to uh, our next topic, which is obviously going to be uh, you know NXT versus AEW. The war is officially on next week, October the second. We're going to get two full hours of NXT, which uh, NXT, they sort of got a little bit of a head start now. They had 1.17 million viewers, almost 1.2 million viewers last week. I have not seen the numbers last <laughs> night. Did you happen to... I'm going to pull it up here. No, just like the last podcast, if you remember, Patrick, I don't trust those numbers. How can they... It's all a guesstimation. How can they say that? They don't well, know. Well, I mean, people fell, apparently fill out diaries like they do in radio. Yeah, I know, but they didn't. they didn't... They didn't log me in watching it. They didn't log you in watching it. No, they certainly didn't, but it's a rough estimate. I mean... And you know what? Get this WWE network right. If you're going to put the second hour on the network, yep. at least have it work. Well, hey, look. Next week, they get two full, two full hours on USA, so we don't have to worry about that. Because last night, I, I don't know if What it's, a debacle. I don't know what's going on. The last two Wednesday nights, I've tried to log into the WWE network... It's not letting me, and I thought maybe it was my internet, but then I got on my phone, which was on my on my data. You know, it wasn't connected to my Wi-Fi, and I tried to log on, it wasn't working. So I don't know what the hell's going on, but uh, must their servers couldn't take it, probably. Maybe not. I mean, they, you know, they, it dropped. Uh, let's see, Sleeping Angel says it dropped. Uh, a, I believe. Well, it, it may have, but but next week we won't have to worry about that. They're gonna have two full hours going head to head with AEW Dynamite. And speaking of uh, speaking of next week, I'm gonna take a look at the uh, the cards for next week. We'll start with AEW Dynamite, and we're, we also have a poll up too. We're gonna get the, to the results of that in a minute. Uh, of what we, we asked the Amp Nation, you know, what show are you gonna watch next week? AEW Dynamite or NXT? And somebody was like, "Do the old school way, watch them both." Well, look. Unless you have two TVs going on at the same time, you're going to have a main show. You're going to have one show you 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 mainly focus on, and then you know when a commercial for that show comes on, then yeah, you might switch over to the other program. But let me see if I can pull up the card for the first episode, and I'll have to look it up here. And real if we're quick. being totally honest with ourselves, if you look at both rosters, I, I, NXT has so much more talent. Oh well, now let well like AEW's top heavy. Well, Big time. yeah, I, I guess you know, front, you know, top to bottom, yes, I would say NXT overall. But if you want to talk about the top four or five guys, AEW might have them. I mean, you got Kenny, who's one of the best in the world. The Bucks, who's you know one of the top tag teams in the world. You got obviously uh, you know Cody, who's certainly if you want to talk about people raising their stock after leaving WWE, Cody Rhodes is the uh, mm-hmm. the definition of that. Um, you also have uh, guys like. Hangman Page, who's up and coming. You got Jericho on there, obviously one of the all-time greats. So, yeah. but they got they got an uphill battle because they have to make stars out of dudes and, yeah. and make names for themselves. Well, where NXT is already established. Well, they're doing a good job of that. Guys like Luchasaurus, they're doing a good job of that. Um, still, a little bit of controversy over you know Orange Cassidy. I think he's pockets. Yeah, my little dog pockets. Um, yeah, he's certainly. You know, I think him being an AEW obviously has raised his stock to the next level. And I'm just trying Bro, to think I was some listening other guys. to Cornette the other day. Mm-hmm. Cornette thinks he's making six figures. I'm sh- Pockets. It's possible. I mean, they're, they're, they're chunking some money out he, there. He said, as far as he knows, everybody on that roster is making six figures. Well, that'll... 
I'll be interested to see, you know, financially, you know, I guess that's why they got to charge 50 bucks for the, <laughs> for AEW All Out and a double or nothing. But, uh, you know, and I know they gave away Fight for the Fallen and, um, what was the other one? Fight for the Fallen and Fighter Fest for free. Yes. Uh, th- these free events, they're not going to be happening very long because you got to start paying these guys some way, somehow. But now you got this weekly show where you're going to be selling tickets. You're going to make money from the tickets. This TV deal, I don't know if they're getting paid for the TV deal, if they're paying money. I don't know how that oh, works. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure TNT is paying them. So they got the TV deal, obviously, starting uh, next week. But let me pull up the, the match card for the uh, October 2nd edition of Excuse me, AEW uh, Dynamite here. Here we go. This might be the first one here. Cody, sign Jacob Fatu. All right, so you're going to have Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara next week. That's going to open the show, be the first match ever on AEW television. You also have the AEW Women's Championship match, Nyla Rose versus uh, Riho. You know, Nyla Rose, yeah, Nyla Rose is the favorite, but I don't know. I I was thinking about this last night. You know, Riho... You know she's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong, but she, I mean you, you don't get me wrong. On paper, it looks like it's Nyla Rose's to lose, but you know Riho, she's real tight with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega's one of the EVPs. Maybe he's got a little pull and say, hey, you know what? Let's make Nyla Rose look strong, but we're gonna get Riho that belt some way somehow. I don't know how that's gonna work, but and we talked about this two podcasts ago. Get some get some stars in there that people are invested in. Nobody gives a crap about Riho. And a whole lot of people don't care about Nyla Rose either. Mm-hmm. No, it should have been people like I'm. Just I'm interested to see what direction they go in. Like I, I'll say now, I'll tell you now. I've said it before. Uh, next week I'm going to be watching mainly AEW. When they go to commercial, I'm going to go to NXT and see what's going on over there. But I'm mainly going to, and I voted in the poll. I voted for AEW Dynamite. I'm I'm curious to see what they're going to do because this is the new fresh thing. NXT's been established now for seven years. They're just going on TV, whereas AEW Dynamite is a brand spanking new television show. So I want to see, you know, what's going to happen here with this show. I want to see the setup, which it might be the, the setup for them has been mostly the same for all their shows. Might be the same for. Or dynamite on Wednesday, but uh, but yeah, the, the the women's title match. I don't know for your inaugural women's title match, Britt Baker and Allie. Yeah, Britt. You know, two obviously. You know, your inaugural AEW World Title match was Omega and Jericho, two mm-hmm. of your biggest stars uh, on, on your roster. And the women, I don't know what they're trying to do with the the women now. But uh, okay, it's early. It's the first title match. Sure, you know, give it to whoever. I don't care. But then obviously, oh, you mean give it to a man. Yeah, give it to a man <laughs> or a lady that used to be a man. Let's you know, we'll, we'll be nice about oh, it. Oh, she still is a man. Uh, you know, she was. She's a man, baby. He's a man. <laughs> like William Regal's old theme song there. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, in Riho, like I said, Nyla Rose, I can understand because there's been a lot of buzz around Nyla Rose. The fact that in in you know it's because of the fact that she is a transgender. Uh, that's really been the, the what the story about her, and I think they. I think AEW they want to make the headlines, you know, because of that. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna crown a transgender champion. They want to be different, whatever the case may be. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but you know what? At the end of the day, if uh, Nyla Rose can impress me in the ring, I'm cool with it. Yeah, and and you know what? If you're gonna make Nyla Rose a beast, which she should, because she's a dude in a in a girl's division, mm-hmm. then. Obviously, a girl could take a loss, so you could have put Britt Baker in there and have her take the L. Yeah. It's believable. Well, Britt Baker was the second to last one. Now, Britt Baker, she's feuding with, uh, 
who was the one I can't even remember who the one that pulled her out remember because she was the second to last one in the casino yeah. battle royale uh, Bea Priestley I think yes. Bea yes, Priestley yes, yes, yes. so I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see those two go one on one later um, now here's a match we were supposed to see at Double or Nothing uh, but we actually saw it I think it was at was it at Dragon's Gate or was it, it was some event before it's a Hangman Page versus Pac mm-hmm. or Pac I don't know which, which what, they're, the, what they're using but Hangman, sounds cooler. Hangman Page versus Pac will happen October the 2nd also MJF will be taking on Brandon Cutler one on one as well really well, give me your thoughts on that match we can't get an MJF Sean Spears for the first show well I think we'll get that down the line somewhere but who knows? Also, uh, Kenny Omega and the Bucks, the Elite, taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners, which I think has been confirmed now that it's going to be LAX will be Jericho's two partners. So that that that'll probably main event the show, if I had to guess. But uh, yes, uh, Kenny Omega and the Bucks, Chris Jericho, and right now there, you know, it's not supposed it's supposed to be a secret, but I think I heard. That is going to be LAX. Well, LAX is the Impact well, gimmick. They changed their name. Yeah, they changed their names, but I'm, I'm calling them LAX for now because I don't <laughs> even remember what their new names are. And then also, uh, John Moxley is expected to be there as well. Uh, also, it's you know I'm reading the the article here on CBS Sports about you know AEW's Dynamite uh, on TNT's debut. Uh, potential surprise debuts to draw some buzz. Cody has stated we've only seen 40% of the AEW roster, which oh, means snap. there are some potentially big names that could surprise fans at any time. That's why. That's another reason why I want to see AEW, because I feel like they still have a lot of surprises up their sleeve. They haven't could really... it be Enzo and Big Cass? No, I doubt it. <laughs> I'm willing to bet it's uh, that's not going to happen. So we'll see. But uh, uh, let's see. You know, people are expecting CM Punk, which I don't. I don't think we're going to see that either. If we, if oh my we God. were, gonna, if we were going to get CM Punk, we were going to get him at All Out in Chicago. There, there's no other way. If you're going to give, if you're, if AEW has CM Punk at their disposal, they would have been moronic to do anything else than to have him show up at their biggest event in his hometown. And do something. It don't matter. You could have had him show up and put his hands in his pockets, and <laughs> you know have a, a hands in pockets match against Orange Cassidy, and it would have been it would have been wiser than any other thing you you could do with CM Punk. Like I agree with you. The mark in me agrees with you. But talking with a local promoter around here, because I was talking to him about a match and how everybody wanted it, and when are we going to get it? <coughs> and he said. You don't give the people what they want. At least not yet. Not right you off the You let them burn for it mm-hmm. until it gets to the point where they can't stand it anymore. Yeah. And then you give it to them. Uh, Cruz says, Moxley shows up, distracts Omega, Elite loses the match, Omega spiral continues. Yeah, because we obviously, we, we still haven't gotten the, the Omega uh, Moxley payoff yet. We might get it. At uh, the, was the, the the one on November the ninth, gears or whatever the hell? Yeah, uh, yeah, full gear, full yeah, full gear. We might get it there. I don't know. We'll they s- got to give Omega a W sometime soon because this guy is almost becoming non-existent in wrestling talk. This guy was everywhere when he was in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Nobody's hardly talking about Omega anymore. Sleeping Angel says CM Punk doesn't want to wrestle again. People need to leave him alone. LOL. Uh, Sleeping Angel, when they throw all this money at him. It's going to be hard to say no. I still don't think we're going to see CM Punk anytime soon in wrestling. They I have a multi... They got the 10th richest man in the world behind them. Mm-hmm. They can throw some serious cash at this dude. Even if it's just for like a one-year run. Like, generational type money. Even though he's made that in the UFC to get beat up, making yeah. millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. 
generational type money. Yeah. I mean, like four or five generations taken care of. Forget about it. They don't even have to worry about working. All right. So obviously next Wednesday, AEW Dynamite. They're going to go head to head with NXT. Yes. Uh, they're going to be. You know, the last two weeks they've been on USA, but they've only been on USA for an hour. Thanks a lot, suits. Yeah, well, the, the season's over, so we're getting two full hours. It's over, it's over forever now. That was the last season. Oh, that was the last season? Yeah. Good, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because nobody gives a crap no. about, about suits. They, no, that's why you're gone. Yeah, watch, watch the ratings skyrocket mm-hmm. when NXT takes over that second hour. But, um, you know, the first two weeks of NXT, I've been impressed. I've always been impressed with NXT. If anybody, if there's anybody out there that's not impressed with NXT as a, just a brand in general, then... Just don't watch wrestling because mm-hmm. NXT has been... Not going to find anything better. NXT has consistently been the best brand of wrestling probably for the past four or five years. Yep. Um, I mean, just watch any takeover the past four or five years and, uh, and tell me, you know... Um, you know, tell, t- tell me anything that's been better than any of the NXT takeovers. I'll wait. We'll be here for a while. Yeah, we'll be a while. Uh, Cruz says, watch uh, BTE, which is being the elite. It's a thing. He's in a spiral. Uh, I don't watch. I, I watch BTE every now and again, like if I see it pop up on YouTube. But I don't know. I just, I can't. Uh, I can't quite get into it. I don't know. It's just. I, we, I like watch. I like watching them wrestle. Yeah. I'm not a you know the the side stuff and it does it doesn't really do much for me. Right. The it maj- does. I mean, it's a great. It's a great show. Don't get me wrong. They do. You know, they put a lot into it. Um, but I, I like. I, I want to see them. I want to see the elite on AEW. I want to see them wrestling. I want to see them fighting, wrestling storylines. I know that. You know, f- probably the, the you know the BTE stuff uh, obviously ties in with AEW. But at the end of the day, I want to watch them wrestle. I want to watch them fight because what they do in the ring is much more entertaining than what they do on BTE, in my opinion. Right, and then the fact that the majority of the people who are going to be watching AEW don't watch BTE. They're casual wrestling yeah. fans, yeah. so they don't know what's going on in this storyline. Yeah. You bring it over to here, where he's supposed to be one of the best wrestlers in the world, and now he's not. Yeah, just because on your YouTube show you want to say he's in a spiral. Yeah, crazy. But, but now the thing with Kenny Omega is that obviously I like how they're you know not you know obviously since AEW has started he hasn't really you know he you know he fought Jericho he lost and now he, he you know he's not really in the title hunt he's just kind of hanging around they're not shoving him down our throats in, in a sense like having him win everything be the unbeatable guy that probably a lot of people expected him to be when AEW started but i'm kind of glad they're holding off on it i but think he was fantastic as that he was he was don't get me wrong he still is he's still fantastic but he's a mid carter now well i wouldn't say he's a mid carter but uh the they're treating him well th- trust me that's going to change i promise you he's going to be in the title picture at some point i don't know when it's going to be but trust me as soon as Omega gets that belt, whenever it may be, he's going to have. They're going to make sure that title run is the the best thing ever. They're going to put all their eggs in that basket. I promise you. Just right now, they want to, you know, because probably a lot of people that are starting to watch AEW, they might not have watched New Japan. They might not really know about Kenny Omega. They know about Chris Jericho mm-hmm. because a lot of people probably watch WWE because Jericho's been a Jericho's been much more of a household name for a much longer period of time than Kenny Omega. So I, so I understand, uh, you know, giving J- Jericho the first AEW title because now people's going to tune in. You know, let's say somebody's tuning in for the first time ever watching AEW on, you know, on, on Wednesday night. They're going to, you know, hear Judas come out and they're going to see Chris Jericho and they're going to say, oh, hey, I know that guy. Oh, he's the world champ. Damn, okay, this is a, 
You know, this, they're for real over here. They got Chris Jericho as their world champion. I know who that is. You know, some people might be like, who's this, who's this guy? And, you know, with the, you know, these, these two, you know, the Bucks and everything. And they might know Cody because Cody was in WWE as well. So I understand that. But eventually, I think they want to build Kenny up to uh, this possible you know some of the new audience that probably AEW is going to have that maybe new japan didn't have so they're going to build him up and eventually they're going to show you know this new audience what he can do in the ring because let's face it the dude's in-ring ability is uh probably almost unmatched Mm -hmm. but they're going to build him up like that and eventually he's going to have the title and when he has that title dude they're going to i'm telling you they're going to skyrocket him into the, the stratosphere you know but at the same time you're introducing him to all these people he's taking these l's and they're saying, oh, this guy's got great hair, but he can't win. So then how are you going to put the belt around him then? Sleeping Angel says not to change subjects. Uh, what do you think of the new... But you are going to change the subject. No, because we're, we're going to talk about this uh, coming up. Uh, and Spellcheck might have uh, d- done you wrong here, Sleeping <laughs> Angels. But it says, uh, what do you think of the new comforters for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live? I'm assuming you're talking about the new commentators for... It's still summertime. We don't use comforters right now. Uh, I don't ever use a comforter, man. I, ever. I got a... Every now and again, if I got that that fan blowing real Southwest hard on Louisiana. Me. Well, let, let, we'll 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 talk about you know the, the new commentary teams coming up in just a little bit. Sleeping Angels. Right now, I want to go over uh, the NXT show for next week. This yes. is what's going to be going up against uh, AW Dynamite. So, Street Profits will get their tag team title rematch uh, against the Undisputed Era. So you got Street Profits versus um, Undisputed Era for the tag team titles. You're gonna have Candice Lorray versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's title. Nice. And then you're going to have Adam Cole Bebe versus yes. Matt Riddle for the NXT Championship. Holy cow. So three titles will be on the line uh, next week on NXT. I'm not sure of any other matches that they're going to have. I'm sure they'll have like two other matches. but oh, three- from, the, from the last NXT show, did we... Uh- did we say that Undisputed Era swept all the belts? Yeah, they have all the belts. They have all the gold. They have all the gold. Adam Cole, Bebe, is your NXT champion. Roderick Strong is your North American champion. And uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are your NXT tag team champion. So right now, all the gold in NXT is around the waist or on the shoulders of a Undisputed Era member. The most dominant faction in wrestling today. Yep. These dudes need to be NXT lifers. They will ruin them mm-hmm. in the main roster. They need to stay. Yeah, trust me. I'm sure Triple H is uh, saying, hey, let me keep these dudes here. So that's what's happening with uh, NXT next week. I'm not sure off the top of my head of any other matches, but three title matches next week. So mm-hmm. obviously, hey, uh, going all out for their first episode. And also limited commercial interruptions, and they will be two full hours, seven to nine, live. No suits next week. Thank goodness. <laughs> no suits. Screw you, suits. All right. So let's dive into... Oh, we, with the poll. Yeah, the poll. That's what I was about to say. Let's dive into the poll on our Facebook earlier today. If you haven't voted yet, you can go and vote. Let me refresh it just in case it changed. <clears throat> but we put a poll up, <coughs> and after 331 votes, we asked, what show will you be watching on October 2nd? What show are you going to watch? That's simple as that. What show are you going to... And a lot of people were saying, well, you can go back and forth. Yes, you can go back and forth, but there's going to be one show that you're going to be focused on more than the other. My vote was for AEW Dynamite. What did you vote for? AEW, most definitely. 56% said... AEW. AEW Dynamite. 56% AEW Dynamite. 44% said NXT. So, kind of close. It's a... About what I expected, NXT started strong early in the, earlier today when we put this poll up. Yes. But uh, AEW, man, they're roaring back. So I think a lot of folks are going to be watching AEW, obviously because it's the new, fresh brand. 
And down the line, this may change. It depends. NXT, you know, I'm telling you, if you've watched NXT the last couple of weeks, my opinion, you have a little bit of a different opinion, but I think it's been absolutely stellar. NXT knows how to put on a, a television show. By this point, AEW, you know, their production is I mean, stuff, you don't know how the second hour went. No, I don't, but I know I know what happened. I did see highlights too as well. So uh, I did God watch bless you YouTube. I did watch the the and here's the thing about NXT. You know, they had Walter show up. Yes. They had Pete Dunn show up. So they get some of these NXT UK guys to show up too. So that's that's very smart. That's very wise because when you have, you know, other brands like NXT UK and also 205 Live at your disposal. Also, last night, I know Cruz will like this. Uh, Kushida was on NXT last night. He, yeah, I saw that. He teamed with uh, Breezango, and that was uh, that was very fun to watch. So, um, But let's see. Of all the guys from New Japan, I wonder why they signed him. He was, the, he was like, what, a six-time junior heavyweight champion? Yeah, I know. The dude's amazing. You're going to see. Don't worry. Start watching. You, you got Will Ospreay that you need to steal. Well, 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 Will Ospreay, I don't think Will Ospreay wants to go anywhere right now because I think he's going to be the next big thing in New Japan. But cause now He'll be the next big thing in NXT. Well, he's he wants to do his thing in New, J- New Japan. He's probably going to, and maybe he'll want to do like Omega. Omega finally got to the top of the ladder in New Japan, won the IWGP heavyweight title from Okada, and now his, his boys, and he's Canadian too, so he kind of maybe wanted hey. to come back a little closer to home. He did every, you know, he won the G1. He won the uh, IWGP junior heavyweight title. He won the IWGP heavyweight title in New Japan. I mean, he did just about everything he could do except win or retain the IWGP heavyweight title at Wrestle Kingdom. But, you know, I think for Kenny Omega, you know, he saw this AEW adventure or venture and he said, you know what? I've done everything I think I feel like I can do here in New Japan. It's time to start something fresh, go a little closer to home in Canada. And now and he's cash in, these checks. Yeah, and cash these checks too. He's probably making more money. Oh yeah, especially as a, you know he's got an executive vice president role, and we know that when his contract was up with New, uh, with New Japan, WWE was wanting to throw the, the kitchen sink at him, and I don't blame him. But um, certainly, I think Omega made the right decision going to AEW. So maybe Osprey likes the Japanese women. That's why he's staying. Maybe you know, maybe he likes Riho, man. Him and Riho, man. Hey. And Riho's not a bad looking chick by any means. Uh, I mean, look at Io Shirai, man. Io Shirai hey, looks good. Man. Asuka, boy, they, yeah, I like me some. Oh, today's Asuka's birthday. Yes, happy birthday to uh, Asuka, 38 years old. If you uh, need some birthday coitus or uh, you know something <laughs> like that, just holler at your boy, at, your bo- at that boy PAT on Twitter. Let me know. Um, yes. So, but yeah, so next week, a big week in pro wrestling, AEW Dynamite, uh, the season premiere of Raw on Monday, AEW Dynamite, NXT on Wednesday, SmackDown on Fox on Friday. You're going to have Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. Brock Lesnar's first match on SmackDown in, what, 15 years? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be happening on Friday night. WWE Premiere Week next week is what they're dubbing it as. And speaking of Premiere Week, Sleeping Angels, we're going to go ahead and talk about what you, you brought up here just a few minutes ago. Uh, new commentary teams for Raw and SmackDown. Um, obviously, looking at these commentary teams, you can see I got pictures up here on the live stream. SmackDown's going to be the A show. You got Cole, you got Graves, and you have Renee, but she's listed as a special consultant. She's not. She's getting what? Well, she's going to get a, a show. She's getting to host. She's going to get her own show. It's going to be called WWE Backstage. I think it's going to be on FS1. She's going to be the host along with Booker T. So that's going to be her main priority. That starts in time. That but that starts in November. So I think for the first month you'll have Renee maybe on commentary. They might be looking for someone to, you know, fill in for her. Obviously, down long term, and then on Raw, you think they would have had that guy? They've had some. They got some pretty good dudes that are. 
Yeah, I know. And people are wondering, you know, where's Tom Phillips? Yeah. Where, where's Byron Saxton? I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, but yeah, because Tom Todd Phillips, great. Yeah, I thought I think Byron Saxton's okay. I don't think he's terrible. Yeah, he's Cody Graves' punching bag. I, Corey Graves' punching bag. But you know what? But and but you know what? Corey Graves and Byron Saxton on commentary together. I always thought that was they were they were so comical together. I think they have great chemistry, and I think that's the role that you know they want Byron to play. And I think Byron's okay with being Corey Graves' punching bag. He's cool with that because. He's always been a good sport about it. He mm-hmm. never, you never hear about Byron Saxon complaining because Corey Graves is bringing him down. He's always been a good sport about like it. Booker T wanted to fight him. Yeah, and yeah, oh yeah, Booker T gave him that look one time. But <laughs> I think eventually you'll have, you know, uh, Corey Graves. I mean, uh, you have Renee Young. I, I'd put Byron Saxton back right there to have him and Saxton on the same team together because I always enjoyed the bickering they would do back and forth. And then on Raw, you got Vic Joseph. Uh, you know. The, this dude is about to get the opportunity of his life. Uh, arguably the most famous weekly rec- wrestling television show of all time. And you're going to be the main play-by-play The guy. longest episodic program running today. Absolutely. And then also, uh, l- let me see. Who is Vic Joseph? Vic Joseph was on 205 Live hmm. for a long time. And he filled in. Obviously, nobody ever watched that. No. I, I-, I watch it every now and again. So it's but- Vic Joseph and who else? That's it? No, it's Vic Joseph. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler is going to step in hey! for a little bit. They're Puppies! trying. To, they're trying to find somebody long term for Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, that's n- not a popular decision from the fans. I can tell you that based on the um, the reaction I've seen. Wait, what? Bringing in Jerry? Yes. They don't want him. No, they don't. What? I I don't know, but you know he. But you know what? He's had his time. Uh, he's he's he was part of the, the greatest commentary duo in the history of pro wrestling, in my opinion, Jim Ross oh, and Jerry Lawler. Um, but you also have Dio Madden. Uh, what in the crap are they doing to the Raw team? Raw is uh, based on this. Obviously, Raw's going to be the B show. Oh my god! I don't know, but uh, but uh, Jerry the King Lawler is going to be there as well. I think that uh, Jerry the King Lawler. They're going to find somebody long term. Maybe they bring in Todd Todd Phillips. Uh, Tom Phillips, not Todd. Tom Phillips. Um, I, I don't know. Or maybe he's going to be doing some backstage stuff. I don't know. But going as the, the the head guy from SmackDown to not being on commentary at all, are they letting him go? I mean, what's going on here? This is like AEW hiring that uh, – what's that one dude that's just bumbling all over himself? Alves or – Marvez. Oh, Alex Marvez. Yeah, Alex Marvez. Yeah, well, he's off the commentary team at – at God. AEW. Uh, Sleeping Angel says, to be honest with you, I think Monday Night Raw is the second best commentators behind NXT. I'm so sick of Cole, just saying. Some people were talking about, don't be surprised if Cole starts this thing off and eventually he makes room for their, maybe for like a Todd Tom Phillips comes in and takes over SmackDown long term. Because eventually, you know, Cole's been doing this for over 20 years. I think Cole's at the point now where he wants to be he back. He works one day a week. He but no no he he works on the air one day a week back he's always backstage at the NXT shows uh, he's gonna be backstage at Raw he's like one of their big guys backstage as a producer now well then he works twice a week well he actually works three times and he works you know, obviously pay per views and stuff too so but he's he does a lot of things behind bro I would do that until I was dead. Well, that's the thing. Cole's gonna Cole's gonna have a job with WWE to the day he dies, doing backstage stuff to where he doesn't have the pressure of being on on TV. So Cole is eventually, and there've been there've been rumors of this for a long time that Cole's eventually gonna go 
backstage and do a backstage thing, which is cool. Cole knows how it works. Cole is one of Vince's boys. Cole's going to, you know, I think Cole is a good person to, you know, teach the younger guys. He's probably taking the guys like Vic Joseph and Tom Phillips under his wing. He's taking like Pat McAfee under his wing as well. Well, not Tom Phillips anymore. Well, Tom Phillips, I think he's still going to be with the company. Maybe they're going to... He was good, too. Maybe they're just going to train him. Like, you know, okay, the last couple of years on SmackDown was sort of his, you know, all right, we're, we're, we're getting you warmed up here to take SmackDown over eventually long term. Well, then why wouldn't they move him and keep him on a team? Well, because you want a guy like, you know, obviously you want a guy like Cole because you want to start off, you know, w- with your best. And Cole right now... I'm saying, why wouldn't they move him to Raw? So he just he gets... Because I think eventually they're going to put him on SmackDown. Right now, I think they got Vic Joseph is going to be their guy on Raw long term. Where's Jonathan Coachman? Don't they still have him? Yeah, but a lot of people were giving, you know, giving him hell. and He's doing backstage stuff. He's on the pre-show panel for, for pay-per-views and stuff like that. I think that's a, good, that's a good spot for him. But Cole, I think, you know, obviously you want to start off hot on, on Fox. So you're going to want to have your best guys. And whatever you... Think about Michael Cole uh, when you talk about experience and whatnot, and how you know nobody's better than Cole right now. Cole's the best they got. The only problem with Cole is they got he's got Vince, you know, hollering in his ear every two seconds. If you ever listen to Cole do stuff not on Raw, or there was that one time that I think Corey Graves was out, he filled in as like a color analyst on SmackDown. People were. You know, giving him high praise and how great he sounded. So Cole is a tremendous commentator. The only problem is he's just got to say everything that Vince tells him to say in the headgear. Well, the XFL is about to get started up. Maybe there'll be less of that. Well, we will see. But new commentary teams. Uh, I'm excited about Vic Joseph. I think he has a great sound. Uh, he needs a little bit of work, uh, not to sound so robotic, but I think he's going to come into a, a flow and it's going to give Raw and like you know, like Sleeping Angel said, uh, Raw. She thinks Raw or he. I don't know if it's a he or a she, but. Uh, thinks that Raw has the second best commentary team behind uh, NXT. It's going to be a fresh, fresh, basically, a fresh new look for Raw. There's a fresh new look and everything. they got new logos. They're going to have, apparently, a new set. They're bringing back Pyro, from what I'm hearing. So The, the new Raw logo looks like a hood ornament. Yeah, that's what uh, Ryan Bowman yeah. said. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you this. Why wouldn't they get somebody like Joey Styles to come back? I don't know if Joey Styles wants to come back and work for WWE. Nah. Uh, if they paid him enough, he would. Didn't he like just walk out on? Wasn't that a shoot thing when he walked out? Yeah, I think or? so. Yeah. So I don't think Joey Styles will be uh, will be back uh, anytime soon, if not ever. From a uh, W. Bro, throw that WWE. money at Tony Schiavone. He's with AEW now. Oh, he is. Yeah. If you ever, if I go, saw him on MLW just like last week. Go. He's been on the AEW. He's been on the road to AEW on TNT stuff and all that stuff yeah. on their YouTube channel. Go watch some of their stuff. Oh, really? Go watch, go watch some of AEW's road to TNT stuff and all that on. on so it's going to be Shivani Ross and I don't think the, the I don't, hooded dude. I don't think Shivani's going to be on commentary. He's just doing like YouTube stuff for him. I think. Oh, so, so maybe that's no, why he's still commentating no, for MLW. Then. Probably, probably so. Yeah, but uh, but Shout certainly out to Court Bauer. But certainly, you know, you, you got Jim Ross, you got Excalibur, and then who's the other Excalibur, guy? Excalibur, that's it. Yeah, Excalibur. Uh, Golden Boy. And Golden Boy, yeah. So that, to me, and I like Excalibur. I wish you'd take the stupid mask off, but whatever. <laughs> if you're going to be an announcer, don't wear a damn mask. I mean, that's just... Everybody's got a gimmick. Yeah, so. But uh, but yeah, now let's... Uh, we got about, I don't know, 12 minutes left. So we're going to talk about, uh, quickly here... Uh, the Royal Rumble in 2020 uh, from Minute Maid Park. Uh, um, some of us here at the Amp Crew, we got tickets. Yeah, baby. 
So what I want to know, uh, and uh, Cruz said, follow the product, Mikey. <laughs> um, but for, yeah, for what? Well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I guess the Tony Schiavone thing. Maybe? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but uh, Cruz, uh, Cruz and them got tickets uh, next to me, so I ended up buying two tickets because I couldn't pass up thirty five dollars tickets, even though we're up a little high. I think we're gonna have good seats, yeah. decent seats. Uh, I think every seat in Minute Maid Park is gonna be great. Um, so we got six tickets. We're gonna be rolling deep. Cruz is gonna be there. Marcus Talbert, a, 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 a regular in our chat, he's gonna be there. Uh, Brinkman mm. may or may not be coming there. I'll be there. Bruce Merchant, he got tickets uh, with his daughter. Uh, Bruce Merchant, the owner of KEZM, which we broadcast yeah. on every uh, every Sunday night. He's going to be there as well. He goes to Astros games religiously. Uh, he told me that where we're going to be sitting, Cruz, uh, it's, it's pretty good seats. So nice. um, we're going to have good seats there. Uh, so I'm pumped up. I, I cannot wait. Uh, I'm, I'm jacked up as jacked up can be now because I was a little – I was kind of freaking out about it because um, – you know, I bought two tickets because I just didn't want to. I didn't want to risk them selling out because it's the Royal Rumble. It's a big event. Their third biggest event of the year, arguably second biggest event of the year, because it really ties in with WrestleMania. But I didn't want it to sell out. I saw thirty five dollar tickets. I was like, screw it. I'm buying two. I told Cruz where we were, and they bought the four seats next to me. Hey. So that was pretty cool. We got the hotel room, uh, which is like three blocks from Minute Maid. So we're gonna be walking from Minute Maid. Um, we got a room just for the Sunday night. We also may go to Bible study after uh, <laughs> after the Rumble. So we uh, a lot of homeless people around that area. Yeah, Watch there, out. Yeah, there is certainly. But uh, and I I may go the night before because I'm somewhat. They have they, they're not gonna have an NXT takeover uh, for the Rumble weekend. They're gonna have this Worlds Collide show. Uh, happening, which will feature NXT, 205 Live, and NXT UK stars, which I th- I think there's a potential it could be better than an NXT TakeOver with all these stars you got between the three brands. That could be very interesting. So uh, some of the AMP crew, we're going to be there Royal Rumble weekend. I'm yes. looking forward to it. If anybody out there is going to be there that weekend, hit us up. Let us know where, what's happening. Oh, a meetup. Yeah, meetup, man. We want to meet up with some wrestling fans, talk some wrestling, maybe have some beers, uh, especially all you wrestling female fr- <laughs> uh, female fans. Uh we want to hang out and, uh, yeah, you never know. Come back to the hotel room yeah. and uh, we'll lay at the smack it down. You know what I'm saying? As Limp Biscuit said, uh, have you ever done it with a rock star? I'll tell you. Well, I mean, I'm not a rock star. You're a podcaster. Don't a sell po- yourself short. You're yeah. on the amp crew. That's right. Hey, let me ask you this. What are you doing with that extra ticket? You got a female in mind or what? Well, right now, it's uh, it's for Brinkman. Ah, uh, uh, okay. But uh, he will not know what his work schedule is until the first of the year. So... If well, then Brink- why doesn't he just request the day off? I don't it's know. that far away, dude. But that's a, but but his schedule. But that's the thing. Like the way their schedule works, it, it changes. Yeah, but if you or request like the day off, you got it off. I don't know. We'll see. But right now, it's a, talk some sense into this man, Cruz. Uh, 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 well, we're, we're trying to. We're trying to. But uh, it's it's Brinks right now. If for some reason he says he can't come, uh, I was maybe going to offer it to Bruce, but Bruce got a ticket already. So yeah, maybe a. Uh, you know, a hottie with a body wants to mm-hmm. come uh, come with me to the Royal Rumble. So yeah, yeah. Or like I said, maybe I'll run into a hot, you know, uh, female wrestling fan, you know, in Houston that weekend, and that's looking for a ticket. Yeah, looking for a ticket. I'm gonna say, hey, girl, I'm your man. I'm, yeah. I'm your ticket to the ticket. I got you know these what I'm saying? Two tickets to paradise. Yeah, that's right. Two tickets to paradise. So the Royal Rumble, Minute Maid Park. I'm I'm jacked up. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm I'm super excited about it. I've already been looking into Bible Club places and. <laughs> Um, you know, you guys going to do any wrestler meet and greets? We we don't know if there's going to be any. We, we don't know what the like I said. The only thing that we know right now is we're going to be at the Royal Rumble event. Yeah. Uh, WWE hasn't announced any sort of meet and greets or anything like that. 
uh, and there, there's going to be the Worlds <laughs> Collide show. That's about it. Other than that, we don't know exactly what's happening. But hey, you know, when, when WrestleMania went to New Orleans, I heard there were some bars on Bourbon Street playing nothing but wrestling music. That's where I want to go. Yeah. I want to go to some places where all the wrestling fans are going to converge, talk wrestling, drink some beer. I want to hear, you know... You know, Velveteen Dreams theme song, blaring or whoever. I don't know. Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song. Any wrestling song. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I want to go where all the wrestling fans are going to be hanging out. Bobby Roode. Especially the female fans, man. Look, I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to, you know, do a little small package roll up on a girl, you know? <laughs> For real. Uh, trying to. Yeah. From trying to get freaky in Houston that weekend, man. Yeah. You're trying to grapple. Trying to lay the smack down <laughs> on some candy ass, man. So, but yeah, Royal Rumble uh, in Houston will be January 26th, 2020. Uh, the AMP crew are going to be there. Uh, Section 332, come holler at us. Yes. Row six. Uh, seats one through six. Come holler at us. I'm, I know exactly where we're at. I know exactly yes. where we're at. So y'all come holler at us uh, Royal Rumble weekend. We'll be there. But uh, speaking of uh, you know females... Oh yes. Yeah, let's uh man, this is this was interesting. So Rob Van Dam living his best life right now. Rob Let me pull up this Van tweet. Damn. Let me pull up this tweet from Rob Van Dam. If you're on our live stream, uh You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so anybody watching this live stream right now, Cruz put, you know, a thing of boobs in the chat earlier the whole he foreshadowed show. He yeah, hashtag the whole effing show is what he and he actually put the the word, which I cannot say on radio right now, but so Rob Van Dam tweeted this out. Two days ago, uh, it says, A lot of people tell me I'm their hero for many different reasons. It's Rob Van Dam sitting in either a pool or a hot tub. I'm assuming it, one or the other, obviously. It looks like a hot tub. Yeah, let's, let's call it a hot tub because hot tubs are steamy, literally. Yes. But he's got a blonde and a brunette. I think one of them might be his wife. Uh, Katie, See, that's what I was Katie fixing Ford. to ask you. Isn't Katie he Ford's. married? Well, I tell you what, whether, he, whether one of How these- How can a married man get away with this? Well, look, either way, Rob Van Dam is winning because if he's married and his wife is sitting there allowing him to grope another woman next to him, he's living it. He's got a handful on both hands. So, yeah. So, so let me, if, if you're not, if you can't see the live stream right now, let me paint the picture for you. It's Rob Van Dam. He's got the, the, the brunette to his right, the blonde to his left, and they're topless. Yes. And, and Rob Van Dam is basically reaching around both of them and has his each hand on their outside boob, the, and then the girls have their each of their inside hands on their other boobs, so their boobs are covered. You can't see it in the picture, but uh, Rob Van Dam has one arm on each outside boob, and then the free arm that the girls have, one, you know, they're doing the, the thumbs to themselves, <laughs> like the Rob Van Dam thing, and it's, I mean, it's legendary. It's, yes. I, I, I saw that, I said, there's no way we can't talk about this on the podcast. And this isn't like ECW height of his career. This is impact Rob Van Dam who can barely get in the ring anymore. I guarantee you he was baked out of his mind oh, at, at this definitely. point. Because I went, because when I went look at his, his because I heard about this, I was like, let me go check this out. I went to his Twitter, and dude's talking about 420, this and that, yeah. and I'm like, this dude is just baked out of his mind grabbing boobs, and I mean, this dude is loving life right now. Impact must be paying him well. They must be. So he got this picture, and then there was another picture that I'm about to put up here that he put on his Instagram. If you're a backside man, you're going to love this and one. And ba- yeah, if you, if you like the, the gabooses here, there's four of them. He, 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 we got two more women the in here. The honky-tonk-badonky-donks. It's like they just keep coming. So it, it's it's Rob Van Dam, and he's sitting there like he's meditating. He's got his arms, palms up, just stretched out, and there's just four girls, two to each side, and they're just bent over with their butts just just out there. With the thong, the thong, thong, thong. Yeah, they got the thongs. I think they're all topless, too. They look all topless. So, 
Uh, I don't know what Rob Van Dam's doing with his life, but uh, I I need to find he, out. You're Just, seeing it right there. That's what well, he's doing well, with his life. Yeah, I know, but I, I want to know what he's doing that that is leading to this. He's the whole effing show. That's why he's Mister Monday Night. Yes, which he's about to be Mister Tuesday Night because Impact's going to be on Tuesday nights. But, yes, they are. But my goodness gracious, Rob Van Dam! Like, and I remember I met a girl on Tinder who was from uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, whose mom went to high school with Rob Van Dam, and yes. We did it. Uh, so, so like, I wait, got, wait, wait, wait. So, wait. like, I feel connected to Rob Van Dam in a sense. Like, oh, I, you did it with the girl. I did it with the girl whose mom went to school with Rob Van Dam. Oh, I thought the mom shagged Rob Van Dam. No, I did the girl whose <laughs> mom went to school with Rob Van Dam. So, me and Rob, oh me and Rob, man, we connected like that yeah. somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 that is a true story. And I did it, I did her three times. Before you went in, you were like, P A T. Hey, I like that. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to keep that. But, uh, man, uh, so yeah, so we, we kind of bonded on that because I, I, because <laughs> she told bonded me, on because, that. no, because we met on Tinder. And she told me that she she moved down here to live with her sister. Her, li- her sister lived in Westlake, so she was living with her sister. Yeah, <laughs> and she told me that she was originally oh, from Battle God. Creek, Michigan. And when you tell me Battle Creek, Michigan, I'm thinking, oh hey, you ever heard of Rob Van Dam? And she was like, oh my God, my mom knows Rob Van Dam. She went to high school with Rob Van Dam. So boom, we connected right there. So yes, and uh, we eventually and then did you it. connected in other ways. Yeah, we connected. We connected. <laughs> uh, we we bumped uglies as you like to, as they like to say. So. <laughs> This is not a kid's show. No, it's not. Not but, tonight. But no, not tonight. But hey, you know what? We got to have a little fun every now and again. So, but yeah, Rob Van Dam, uh, he's got topless women in the pool, uh, at least four of them. And dude's just grabbing boobs, got booties in his face. And just, I mean, Rob Van Dam is just living the life. So I'm going to go ahead and take that down now for, uh, you know, we get a, somebody says something, then, you know, complaints um, or whatever. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go rewatch the live stream on yeah. YouTube. Or yeah, Twitch absolutely. or yeah. Periscope. Yeah, absolutely. So, but uh, Mikey O, we're getting ready to run out of time, man. You think he was man enough to take all four of them? I don't know. I know John Cena had six girls at one time, and he, when he was on Howard Stern uh, years ago, he, you know, <laughs> Howard's like, you know, how many girls? He's like six. He's like, dude, get the hell out of here! Like, <laughs> he's like, could you handle that? John's like, hell no, I couldn't handle that. Man. <laughs> Even John Cena admitted he couldn't handle six women. So, yeah. but Rob Van Dam, I don't know, man. Even, like I said, baked out of his mind. I mean, yeah. I don't know that, uh, that that that. Now that would be something. Four, four is pushing it. I would watch that video. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would watch that video. So. But anyways, yeah, man, we're getting ready to run out of time, so yeah. uh, we, it's been a fun episode, I tell you what. So go ahead and take us home, man. man. Uh, follow us on social media, at The Average Marks, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, we're there. Make sure you give us a subscribe and a follow on all of those platforms. Also, if you like our content, consider giving a dollar a month toward the content so that we can keep putting out wrestling content for years to come. A dollar will go a long way. Patreon.com backslash the average marks. All right, we're out of here, Patrick. We're going to be back next week. Same wrestling time, Thursdays, 5.30. Get us out of here, Patrick. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. For more information on the show, follow us on Twitter and iTunes. AMP is a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com.